Rough Greens is our sponsor this half hour. I gave it to my dog, Uno. Uh, Stu gave it to his dog, Miles, who is President Miles still limping he's around? Still, he's still ticking. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's 17 now. 17 years yeah, old. I think he's 17. He might be 60. He's, he's almost as old as Joe Biden. Yeah. In and dog years, he's yeah, almost as old as Joe Biden. Almost as old. And he has more of his senses and uh, and his skills. And he's still. still awake, like, you know, a good five, ten minutes a day. Right, so anyway. more than Joe Biden. But when he's awake, he loves his Rough Greens. Uno is the same way. Roughgreens.com slash back. I want you to try it out for your dog. Just pay for shipping. Just get a free bag, little bag of uh, Rough Greens. You try it out for a few days on, with your dog. If your dog eats it, uh, then order the full bag of Rough Greens and then watch your dog. Watch his energy. Watch the way he behaves. All of it. it you, you'll see a huge change in your dog with Rough Greens. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck. Honestly, I don't even know how to promote what's coming up in the next few minutes, so we're just going to get right to it in 60 seconds. I've done this for 40-some years. I don't think I've ever ever not known how to describe what's about to happen. Uh, American Financing is our sponsor. How's your financial life looking right now? Boy, I'd love to ask the person who's sitting in the studio these questions because i think it would be sad but anyway um if your financial life if you are looking to get it under control consider getting a mortgage refi rolling all of your credit cards uh into uh into into one payment you can get all of that high interest down to like three percent that'll save you a buttload of money hundreds if not a thousand dollars a month that's what's happening with people who make the time to call American financing. Spend 10 minutes on the phone with them and they'll tell you if they can help you or not. Uh, and it's really, really simple. There's no strings attached. There's no high pressure. It's AmericanFinancing.org. Check them out yourself. Call them 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440 or AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS 182334, org. From the new book. Los Angeles is hideous. Poems about an ugly city. Pretty as cinder block smeared with lipstick. Oh, blight of traffic and concrete dumpsters. Thy principal building material is bathroom tiling grout. Drenched in sunlight as compensation. Like a chef at Applebee's drowning freeze-dried sadness in cheese to hide the shame. The shame. All the beauty of a parking lot, and yet, ironically, you'll never find a parking space. Watch them toss palm trees at strip malls to gussy up the streets like injecting Botox into a corpse. Behold the concrete slabs with squares gouged out where dreamers peek from cramped rooms to gaze at hobos masturbating into open sewers. 
Tis not a city, but a meat grinder that devours skinny hopefuls and burps out chunks of porn star. Los Angeles is a prison yard with sparklers, chugging champagne beneath an overpass, a public toilet with a boob job, Instagram filters on a dead harlot. The end. Uh, <laughs> uh, this written, uh, this book is uh, Los Angeles is Hideous, Poems About an Ugly City by a good friend of ours and a former co-worker, uh, Andrew Heaton. Welcome, Andrew. How are you? Uh, I'm great. Uh, there are surreal moments in life where you go, this is not what I thought would be happening with my career. I didn't think I would have Glenn Beck reading poetry I wrote, but you knocked that reading out of the park. Thank I got to say, you. that was thank a wonderful you. Yeah, reading. well, thank you. Thank you. I kind of do it for a living. That's true. Yeah. Uh, so you weren't in a good space no. <laughs> when you wrote this book. I, let, may I may I set the scene for you? Yes. Okay. So I had I moved to Los Angeles in January of 2020. Now, okay. if, if you will recall, <laughs> well, may, may I just good time? Uh-huh. Why? Ah, good yeah. question, Glenn. Right. I moved to Los Angeles for the networking, Glenn. <laughs> for the networking, I I knew I wasn't going to like Los Angeles, but I was going to be at parties with producers and models, you know, making, <laughs> making comedy, right? Right. Um, yes, right. it was yeah, the yeah. most expensive rent in my life at a 600 square foot box, but I wasn't going to be in it that much. Right. I was going to be at diners meeting producers. <laughs> right. And cut to four months later. We're heavy into lockdown. I am in a bathtub <laughs> eating Oreos out of a bowl of milk with a ladle because I'm too depressed <laughs> to do dishes. And I go, I don't think I can live in this city anymore and began jotting down my thoughts on it and right. worked through it in the book right. that you just read from. Right. So this is therapy. Yes, this, this is, is very therapy. much therapy. Yeah. You, to say you didn't like Los Angeles <laughs> yes. is a bit of an understatement. Am I wrong? I, I, it is, I think it is an aesthetic monstrosity. And I just, every time I went through it, I just, why would anyone allow this thing to happen? And it just, <laughs> it, it's just this giant asphalt carbuncle of varicose veins of traffic holding together strip malls and and rusted laundry machines and it's just everything <laughs> everything i aesthetically care about in life like i think edinburgh is probably the prettiest city in the world it has uh-huh. a castle it has cobblestones sure, yeah. and then los angeles is just this <laughs> Oh, this it, it, it's like if if you, you poked a cyclops and all the fat bubbled out and then congealed into cement. And, and I, I just walked around gaping at it all the time. Wow. It was, it was and I was like, I have to. But at I, least at least the people were good. I, you know, okay, well, I don't know. I didn't get to meet any of the people. I was eating Oreos in a bathtub with a ladle most of the time. The, well, I'll say the, the thing that people generally say is, okay, granted, it's not the prettiest city, but. There's a beach, though. It's near a beach. Mm-hmm. And I, I get that. I'm not a beach guy, though. I don't like sweating. I also happen to think beaches are just a desert with a hole at the end. And my <laughs> recreational goal is not to try to get tired and sleepy next to a bunch of dead fish and sharks. And, uh, and so for me, all of that was lost. So I was like, I don't care that it's sunny all the time. I, I Yes, I'm very happy to not be there anymore. And I'm glad that somehow that became the the Gorgon-faced muse that would activate my poetry career. So let me, let me ask you this. I'm just going to quickly read... Uh, Uh, Los Angeles, the river. Hold on just a sec. Uh, Behold. Now go ahead. Go roll the music here. Mm -hmm. Behold the mighty Los Angeles River. A lengthy concrete drainage ditch. Wide as a shoebox. Pretty as a penal shower. 
dribbling pollution into the city. But it, if a river but trickles through a mortared gutter, is it a river at all? Or just a leak for some distant dehydrated mountain with an engorged prostate and bad aim? Twice a year, the rain gets lost or drunk and shambles through L.A., sloshing life back into this trough. But the rest of the time, it's merely the seepage of urban incontinence. The end. <laughs> Again, well done. I have yeah, to say, yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah, I, I yeah. now wish I'd made this an audiobook and just yeah. done a Glenn yeah. Beck oh, impression if you of do the this audiobook. An, oh, I'll cut it for you. That's I great. would love <laughs> to cut this for you. Uh, the, uh, th- there's not a happy, there's not a really a happy ending in any of these. No, uh, in fact, the last poem is called the big one where I talk about if the earth ever needs an enema, it would probably start with Los Angeles <laughs> and, uh, just slough off into the drink. Uh, no, it's, you know, I uh, there's read that one probably yet. redeeming qualities to Los Angeles. I didn't get to enjoy them. I think I would, I would probably risk, uh, harming myself if I stuck around long enough to try and explore them. So no, it's mostly just working through the, the aesthetic monster that is Los Angeles. Uh, there is, you mentioned the people, there is there is a very brief poem in there um, called... Wait, I have, I have to re- Give me the first uh, bed, please. Uh, the big one. <laughs> one day, the tectonic plates themselves will shudder at the ugliness, the traffic, the cost, the cilantro. And the city will will wail and clatter like Jenga blocks at closing time. Saith earthquake? Nay, the earth itself is gagging. When she finally retches hard enough and lets loose the big one, this wretched people clot, this horrible, (laughs) this horrid asphalt carbuncle will sloth into the drink and the prophets shall camp, and the prophets shall proclaim Lo, the earth has given herself an enema. <laughs> people clot is an interesting mm. way of looking. It really at... is, and it is kind of a people clot. It's mm. it's just massive. Yeah, there's so many people there. And they're like, you know what? I'll try. I'm not going to go on a political tirade. I'm going to really try hard not to go on a political tirade. No, go ahead. The reason that it's this giant urban, massive urban sprawl is because back in the '40s. I'm not making any of this up. The city fathers were afraid black people were going to get houses, and so they outlawed or they outlawed uh, uh, apartment complexes because they didn't want black people to live mm. in the neighborhoods. And they thought they probably live in apartments. So that seems to be the thing. So we'll outlaw them, and we'll make it so you can only have houses. Like 80% of the housing that you can have in Los Angeles has to be single-family units because they never got rid of that. So the, the city has to spread out. It has to spread like maple syrup on a driveway because it's illegal <laughs> to build up. So you know what's weird is Phoenix – has uh, somewhat of the same story. They just didn't want to become Los Angeles. And so they didn't build freeways. Really? Yeah. (laughs) For a long time. For a long time. Up until the 80s, there were no freeways in Phoenix. And they were like, we'll just keep it small. You know, if we don't have freeways, then we won't have any traffic. Mm -hmm. It didn't work out (laughs) for them. Didn't have anything to do with black people. Okay. But uh, 
Los Angeles is something special, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, and like they seem to be fine now in that regard, I think. But they've kept the old awful housing regulation all the same. And it's, it's like it's one of those things when you're walking around, you're seeing this massive sprawl. It doesn't have to be that way. But they've kept it on the books and it just ugh, I drive around. You get stuck in traffic for an hour and a half. And you're like, this is because of old dead racists that tried to mess with the housing market. <laughs> That's why this is happening. And you haven't fixed it yet. Yeah. Well, yeah. So how, what was your escape plan? Because, I mean, uh, if you yeah. just enter a lease uh-huh. in January 2020, I mean, you're committed for some yeah. time. I, I did. I did find a, a person to take over the lease for me. Uh, and then I, wow, somebody dumber somebody, than you. Yeah, exactly. Right. Well, wow. but if I was going to find a city, I managed to find one. <laughs> and he he took the lease. Uh, every single U-Haul was booked. Uh, Gavin Newsom should be the U-Haul employee of the year, mm. uh, and, and I couldn't find it, so I left most of my furniture. He got my bed, all my stuff. <laughs> you just, I just left. You, you just abandoned just it. Left. I, you were I, like, I, I, I did a reverse Clampett family or like Jode family, like yeah. Grapes of Wrath, like right. back down the highway in my truck, <laughs> like like playing, playing right. hillbilly music in, in right. reverse, just escaping. And then I I I, I went and bought an, uh, a 13 foot fiberglass camper from an 86 year old guy named Dave, who sold it to me because he just got married and he didn't think it was big enough for him. And his wife and that i lived out of that for wait. five months this is wait. true i can wait, wait 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 yeah. wait can you can you go back on that story you, that wasn't self-explanatory well, you didn't catch all that <laughs> i don't know if i heard it right uh i left la yeah and with all my stuff in my car uh-huh. um well, not all your stuff. Not all. With a quarter of my right. perfect okay. possessions yeah, right. that okay. had managed yeah. to flee the city right. with me. Okay. Uh, I bought a 13-foot, which is to say a pretty short fiberglass yeah. camper that uh-huh. looked like an egg from an 86-year-old guy named Dave. Got that Who part. sold it to me because he just got married. He just got to, married. I think a 75-year-old lady. So Ooh, well done, wow. Dave. Robin Some hanky panky was he, going on. He did he not think it was sufficient for them to vacation in. So I bought that from him huh. and then just lived out of that for five or six months. Wow. Kind of in a van down by the river. Right. That's yeah. <laughs> so that's why I said at the beginning in the commercial that I, I did uh, for American financing. Hey, how's your financial mm-hmm. world working out for you? <laughs> I'd love to ask the next guest because I'm guessing not real well. My retirement plan consists of buying lottery tickets and hoping I'm special. Wait, but no, that's not true because we have in our midst here potentially the number one poet uh-huh. on Amazon. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, you're yeah. very close. Right. To I, being... I I think I was number twenty. I, okay, I I was number oh, two hundred on humor yesterday. Number twenty in poetry. So apparently I'm a better poet than I am funny, which is <laughs> right. a surprise for me at this point <laughs> right. in my career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm number twenty. I think if I get to number one, I become national poet laureate of the United States. I think yes. that's how that works. Oh, that's how it works. I think at least of California. Yeah. That'd be great. Uh, oh, so that. okay, let's make this number one in poetry. Yes. Can we please? Mm-hmm. Uh, Los Angeles is hideous. Poems about an ugly city. I bought I bought a Kindle version of it today. Thank you. Uh, would you sign my Kindle? I would be happy to sign your uh, Kindle. I'll, I'll uh, etch, etch my name into the back. Yeah. Los Angeles is hideous. Poems about an ugly city. I think this book should be everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Uh, because it tells the truth in a very poetic sort of way. Uh, tells the truth about all of the light and the, and the love that you can find in los angeles back with more in just a second stand by first our sponsor this half hour is Goldline. buying gold is a hedge against insanity in fact if he would have bought some gold he wouldn't have had the money that because he had no money in his pocket anyway probably wouldn't have had the money uh to go to los angeles and the people in los angeles would have looked at that and go that's crazy here let's go poop on the beach anyway um gold is a great hedge they do that, don't they? 
Uh, yes. Yeah. Because okay. yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's looking at me, and I was like, no, they do that. I mean, I right? didn't go to the beach, but yeah, probably. Again, yeah. It's, it's, like, it's like a big litter wait, box. Wait, wait, wait. How long did you live there? I lived there for like six months. And you never went to the beach? I, I went there one time. Again, what? it's a litter box with dead dead fish. I don't I don't have any desire to go, but I went there one time. All right. <laughs> you, I would have, man, that would have been a series. That would have been a great series. <laughs> Just you in Los Angeles. Goldline has come into possession of very rare, uh, some of the most historic coins in U.S. history. It's the five, uh, $5 gold Indian head. It's extremely close to the Liberty coins, which I buy, the old, you know, pre-1933 uh, Liberty coins. But this is even rarer. It's the Indian head gold coin. They're beautiful. This week only, Goldline is offering a pre-launch special before they offer the uh, products to the general public. They're going to start doing that next week. Right now, you have a chance to buy these. They're good until they're gone. Each tube of an Indian head uh, coin, if you purchase one, you will get a brand new 2021 Type 2 Silver Eagle and a copy of what I think is the best preparedness uh, handbook out there, the Crisis Preparedness Handbook. It makes it really easy. You get those at no additional cost. The offer is available only this week and while the inventory lasts. Call Goldline today. They're standing by to talk with you at 866-GOLDLINE. That's 866-GOLDLINE. 10 seconds, station ID. So are you are you like a hobo now? I mean, do you have a place where you live? Are you still living in, I the, live in the, the great city of Tulsa? I moved there. And I got really? I got a grant to live in Tulsa. I don't know if this has popped up in the newsfeed for anybody, but there's no. this thing called Tulsa Reboat, and they induced me to move there, having a great time. Wait, wait, wait. There's a what? So wait, what? What is the program? Oh, there's there's a program where they're they're trying to attract, I guess, brilliant poets like myself. I don't know what the criteria are. But, wow, what uh, a if, waste if, of money that is! <laughs> Holy! If, if you get accepted to said program, you're you're given a, a, a lump sum, at, or you're you're given like a monthly stipend and then a lump sum at the end of the year. Hmm. And so, uh, uh, so my new retirement plan is convincing cities to pay me money to live in them. And Tulsa's a nice one. <laughs> <laughs> convincing cities. Wow. Is this not how regular finances work? For <laughs> no, you don't look out no, for grants I, I to live in a city. That, 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 doesn't seem like a good investment for Tulsa. <laughs> uh, no, they're they're getting a good suit collection. I'm, I'm a nice right. guy. It's I, I'm and liking what, it. What is it you have to do uh, for Tulsa? Uh, I I have to live there. That's that's okay. the deal. <laughs> that's the deal. <laughs> you have to you have to live there, and it has to be. I have to be a remote worker because they don't want you competing with anybody. And it, it turned, now I've been to Tulsa. Yeah, uh-huh. it's it's not a place where I would feel like they'd have to pay you to live there. You know, it, uh, it's not Los Angeles. It's, right. it's, uh, it's much nicer. Way more trees, better tree to human ratio. Right. Uh, it only takes 20 minutes to get one s- from one side to the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's nice. And I'll say like something that I actually really like about mid-sized cities that I hadn't anticipated is they I think I think they facilitate a melting pot better than large cities do. Mm-hmm. Because like when I lived in New York, you kind of clump with people that are similar to you, uh, not thinking about it. Mm-hmm. In Tulsa, there are two cigar bars. So if you like cigars, you're going to meet every yeah. black, Latino, gay. <laughs> A transgender person in Tulsa who likes cigars. We all are friends and we get along and we hang out. It's nice. So I'm having a good time. Right. Okay. That's all not right. surprising to me. That's not surprising to me. It, it, it's you do, You're right. In New York and Los Angeles, I think that's what happens. You you wind up walling yourself off in these little communities inside of these well, big because communities. Well, because every, every other community is so hostile to your community. Yeah. yeah. That's you true. know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, don't, don't, don't tell anybody, but I'm whatever. Fill in the blank. And the other side is like, 
if you find any of these guys, kill them. <laughs> See, conversely, Tulsa is great because you're allowed to just shout compliments at strangers for moving automobiles. Mm. Like, not cat call, but like, I'll just roll down the window and like yell at couples on dates and be like, you look fantastic. <laughs> and, and they'll like, they're like, thanks, mister. Because we're basically in the 50s. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, and then they'll go off to the sock op or whatever. I like I'll that. Go eat Oreos in a bathtub. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> um, so uh, uh, you took a mutual friend of, uh, of ours, uh, or she took you home last night uh yeah uh, well yes by, by what you mean her and her husband an drove story. me to a friend's house yeah yeah mm-hmm. uh, I, uh for a second i thought i had a more fun evening than i did <laughs> no, you, I, no i was like didn't. this is no. great i'm surprised i found out from glenn no. <laughs> that i took somebody home uh, yeah and i was like oh no she no. just gave me a ride yeah. yeah but she said that you uh uh, you have a pretty convincing impression of me. Oh yeah, I've got okay. I've I've been working on a Glenn Beck impression. Really? All right. Yeah. Can I? Um, all right, Stu. Mm-hmm. Would you ask me if I like bananas? If Glenn likes bananas, Glenn, do you like bananas? Have you ever seen a man die <laughs> from potassium withdrawal? <laughs> Not a good way to go. So that's my Glenn Beck impression. Wow, that's thank you. Thank you. That's very wow, good. that's, that's great. Very yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, does it apply to? Deep. Is it always about it's potassium? Always, it's it's it needs to be deep, mm-hmm. a little ominous, and involving potassium. That's <laughs> that's what I figured out. Is All it right. Needs to so, be, like, if I said, "Hey, how are your kids? They're great now." <laughs> <laughs> Because the <laughs> it, it, every, everything is taking place in the vestibule of the apocalypse. Right. right. Yes. So right. as long as you can see the apocalypse from wherever the statement's coming from, you're, you're, you're on. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Heaton, uh, the host of his own very successful podcast, The Political Orphanage, uh, comedian and now the author of the new book, Los Angeles is Hideous. <laughs> it is a true story and uh, and poems written from the heart. Uh, Andrew Heaton, as always, good to have you here. Good to be here. Thank you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going from here? Uh, I'm I'm no, hanging you, out until until I go on Stu's show later today. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, we're still on the air. Oh, I'm sorry. I no, thought that's that was right. it. <laughs> yeah, oh, my no. bad. It's my okay. Bad. He, he's allowed to mention my show on the air. No, yeah. he's saying not, that's not, not on this program. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be here the rest of the day. I'll probably head back to Tulsa tonight or tomorrow. I mean, what are you going to do from here? Are you going to be doing comedy clubs, or are you just going back home to eat? I mean, I assume National Oreo. Poet Laureate will be the thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll do All that. Right. I'll probably travel around okay. the summer. We'll just start right. doing live meetups. Might go to Scotland again. Yeah. In other words, you have up until the end of today planned. Yes, yes, that's okay. correct. Yeah, okay. For retirement and purposes. You'll be playing milk through your nose uh, and yuck yucks in Salt Lake City uh, till the end of September. Los Angeles is hideous. Wow. The new book. Get it now. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right, you then. Let me tell you about uh, another book that is out. This one, this was not quite as funny uh, as Andrew's book, but... Uh, Uh, Something that will actually be good for you and for our future. Um, We need to be able to teach the principles of America and the principles uh, that that built us, the principles of the free market uh, and our own history. If we're going to have an America left, we must grab on to our own history. And what book can you get? Well, if you have little kids, I want you to check out, please, Tuttle Twins Books. 
They are really, really good, and they teach important lessons about freedom, how limited government is better for society, personal responsibility, how the free market works. I know it doesn't sound like it would be kid something that the kids would like, but actually they are really, really good. Go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. They're running a sale, so you can get free workbooks as well. Don't let the left cancel this series. It's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Go there now. All right, go to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV and pick up Los Angeles is Hideous, wherever you get your books. I just got... <laughs> I just have to give you... We're going to get to the interview here in a second. But I have to get to one more poem in Los Angeles is Hideous. Poems about an ugly city. It is fantastic. Uh, beaches are overrated. Yes, there's a beach. There are beaches everywhere. Drive an hour north or south, and there are still beaches, only with less traffic and cheaper rent. You could be a shoe salesman there too, you know, or some other survival job, but keep more hard-earned cash. You won't though, because you're a moron. And think status can be gained through osmosis by living in the same zip code as famous people. It's one long beach. But here, but here specifically, monthly rent is 2000 An average salary is exposure and pocket change, which leaves little in the way of food or a 401k because, you know, math. But there's a beach. Oh, and I love beaches because I enjoy getting sleepy and hot in a stretchy litter box near sharks and dead fish. My friend, beaches are just deserts with a hole in one end. That's Andrew Heaton. Los Angeles is hideous. Uh, Optimistic. We want very. It's so good. We would like to continue our uh, our uh, our wonderful salute to the great state of California by bringing uh, back somebody that we talked to. Gosh, must have been eight months a year, maybe a year ago. Dave Folds. He's the owner of Crony Sports Grill um, that is in the uh, city of Agora Hills. And he they have been trying to put this this guy out of business for I don't know how long he's been trying to save his business. Now he seems to be up against a new obstacle, uh, which makes no sense to me whatsoever, but it's California. Dave Folds, yeah. welcome to the program. How are you? Good, Glenn. Thanks for having me on the show, man. I just I appreciate you being such a patriot and, and helping us out big time. Uh, right now, you know, we've been dealing for months now. We stayed open dining outside for a couple months when there was the shutdown because we needed to survive. And uh, and we had a tremendous amount of support. But, of course, there were some people who were very upset with it. And one of them was the county of Los Angeles. And uh, and they would find me and cite me. They still come in the county health twice a week uh, and they cite me. Um, but 
and we're dealing with them and we're moving forward and and i think we're making some headway with them in fact in september we have a, a our, our um, appeals hearing with them it's an administrative hearing it's not like a real court hearing but the the big problem the kicker is right now the city of agora hills the small little city uh inserted themselves into this fight also and they're taking me and my partners to criminal court literally criminal court where i could spend up to a year in jail because I am operating, as they say, without a health permit. And, and they say I don't have a business license either, which is the, the crazy thing about it is they made this new requirement. In order to have a business license, uh, you need a health department uh, clearance also. It's almost like they planned this whole thing out to oh set me gosh. up. Oh, and my gosh. It's, it's the craziest thing. And my health department, uh, my health permit is, is really under appeal because, because – um, you know, I'm, I'm getting my due process, which takes a while sometimes, but it's not good enough for them. And, and it's I, not because it's not because you're you know grinding up mice or rats from the street. It's because no. your health department no. thing, well, your permit was was um, being contested because of COVID, right? Just because we stayed open, we have the cleanest, we have the highest standards. We have this giant A that was in our our front window, which they literally took out you know they just they pulled it off they have a grading system yeah in, in, in los angeles area anyway it's just it's the only reason is because they uh they didn't like that i was open and i defied their order and you know even i have to tell you some even other restaurants and other businesses were upset that i stood uh, i stayed open when in fact they should be thanking me for pushing back because if it wasn't for people pushing back glenn this may still be going on. Oh, I can guarantee you. If it wasn't, if it wasn't for the recall, I think absolutely positively, this would still be going on. Yes. Oh, the, yeah, with the governor. But yeah. you know, the recall is happening in a lot of different places, Glenn. There's a lot of people out there and organizations pushing. Just just adjacent to us is Ventura County, and there's this lady Linda Parks who wanted to sue all of the uh, businesses that stayed open, and there was a handful of them, about five, and. And now there's a recall. She's getting recalled. They, by the way, they dropped all the cases against the businesses that stayed open. And, and L.A. should do it also. You know, especially with restaurants, there's so many restaurants that have gone out of business and businesses that have gone out, you know, out of business. And, and, and they actually, the, the remedy they want, they made us an offer, the city of, of Agora Hills. They said that uh, we'll drop the case if you close your restaurant and pay a fine. And, and close Wait. our restaurant until we get until we get our health permit back. But we we're, we don't even have a meeting to get our health permit back for another two months. But they want us to close immediately and lay people off. It's just crazy. I have to tell you, uh, I mean, it is the destruction of the working middle class. That's what this mm-hmm. is. It is the dis- it is the purposeful destruction of people who have built a, a life and a business for themselves. And I, I don't understand how anybody with any kind of reason, but you're, you're living in a place without reason. I mean, what are, no. what are your neighbors saying? What are the people saying? Well, it's funny you say that because last night is the last, was the last opportunity to talk to the Agora Hill City Council before uh, our court case because they're off on their next meeting. And, and we probably had, it was wonderful. We had about 250 people from the community come. Good. About 50 of, them, 50 of them spoke on the microphone because we weren't on the agenda, but they did let people, which was, I appreciate them doing that. They let everybody talk. We came in in power, dude. You, they started the meeting off uh, 
saying the Pledge of Allegiance, man. And, and there was uh, uh, 150 people just yelling it out. It was passionate. People had tears in their eyes. I've never seen anything like this before. Now, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Is that on the agenda in Agora Hills? Do they usually start with the Pledge of Allegiance? Uh, yes, they did. They oh. started with the Pledge of Allegiance. Good, all right. Which, was, which is great. Yeah, and, it is. And, and it is, you know. But I think usually about 10 people show to these meetings, you know. Mm-hmm. They have this nice little uh, council room where, mm-hmm. you know, like an auditorium. But let me tell you, it was, it got, someone started, we started saying it louder and louder and louder. And it, it's just like, it's, it's that if you listen, some people, you know, you go to school for years and you, and you say that, um, uh, we'll see how much longer that happens. But you say that for years, sometimes you don't listen to the words. The words are just oh, wonderful. No. Oh, and, no. and, and we, and we yelled it out. And, and I felt like John Hancock, you know, writing your name really big, just, just being mm. really proud. But the, the support we have was great. Um, and, and from what we understand, uh, it's a five-member council, and three voted to, to, to charge us, and two didn't. And it was a closed-door uh, meeting when, this, when they made these, uh, this vote some time ago. We asked them to re-vote, but they said they couldn't do it uh, at this meeting. But the crazy thing about it, two of the, pe- two of the people who voted against us early on to, to, to press charges against cronies, they um, one didn't attend at all. She wasn't there. And the other uh, a person was on a Zoom call. And, and I tell you, she was making these smirks. And, and uh, uh, when people were talking and just like uh, and I, someone claimed that she even uh, said the B word to somebody uh, describing them, you could read her lips so, watching her on the monitor. So 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 I just can't believe that the, the city of Agora Hills inserted themselves so unnecessarily into this fight, when the health department's already dealing with it, when businesses are struggling the way they are, when employees need their jobs. And, and this and, is and, what, what's happening to you is happening to other restaurants where they have to go in for the uh, renewal of their health permit, yada, yada. And the city of Los Angeles is is not pursuing any of this. They're just they're just working it out. Correct. Well, well, this, with me, with the, the county of Los Angeles is is the one who is in charge of our health permit and and we have the it's it's a it's a process it's an administrative right but it's not the county of los angeles that's coming after you right no no they 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 i have a a, i'm dealing with a case with them yes Mm -hmm. but it's moving it's moving uh it's making forward progress right but the city, for whatever reason, after everyone was open, is inserting themselves into this also, wants to get in the ring with us also, so unnecessarily. And by the way, this little city of Agora Hills also doesn't, they have to outsource their attorneys. So they're probably paying tens of thousands of dollars to a private law firm to, to charge us, to charge little crony sports girl, one of the last mom and pop places around, you know, you go across the country, you travel the country, every, every shopping center looks the same, whether you're in, 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 in uh, Atlanta or if you're in, you know, wherever, Miami, it's all the same. So, Dave, and- I, I honestly don't know if this could even be done, and I can't believe I'm saying that in America. But, uh, you know, if they start to say that you're forced to close, um, I'd sure love to come out and broadcast from your, your uh, sports grill. Let me tell you, Glenn, I, you know what? I get you. The, we have the coldest beer in town. I have the best sandwich. <laughs> I'm an alcoholic, so probably not a good thing. It'd be a good show. Don't get me wrong. It would be a very good show. 
Well, let me tell you, I have great soda. I have great soda. <laughs> awesome, man. Dave, I, I, I'm going to have you talk to uh, my producers. I don't, I don't even know uh, what it would take to get that done, uh, you know, on location there in Los, you know, in the Los Angeles County. Um, geez, and they would charge me by the day on taxes, too. They're just nightmares out in California. But I would love to stand with you, uh, Dave. Love to stand with you. Listen, I would be, I would be so proud, and, and, and I, 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 hundreds of people would be so proud to meet you. Yeah. You've done already so much for Crony Sports Grill. You've done so much for America, and, and, and you're a smart man, and you're a common-sense guy, um, well, uh, and I'm just and I'm just, so, you know, I really appreciate you, you know, reaching out and and, and and helping me again. You got it, Dave. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much. And you might want to consider moving, <laughs> but that's just me. Uh, Dave Folds, the owner of Crony's Sports Grill in the city of Agora Hills. If you're anywhere near there, pop on by and uh, grab a cold beer for me. Thank you very much, Dave. I appreciate it. Okay, thanks, brother. You take it easy. You bet. In a modern world like ours, where cyber criminals are working really hard to overtake regular criminals, uh, you know, and be the dominant species of knuckle-dragging thugs, you have to be really, really careful. You absolutely have to have some kind of an eye on every internet source throughout which your money is going to be, you know, identified and your identity is possibly going to be taken along with your money. If you're doing it the right way, the protection comes in the form of LifeLock. Now, they can't protect against everything because it is massive what's going on right now. But I'll tell you, they're the best in the business. And if something does happen, they don't just alert you and go, hey, sorry, looks like your credit is, is going to be screwed. See ya. They actually call you, warn you, I think something might be happening. Uh, and then they have a team that works with you to make sure it's all cleaned up. And that is really the important part, I think. Um, I haven't had that problem, but they've called me several times and said, hey, are you doing this? Are you opening this account or doing it? And it, no. And it stopped. Uh, it's LifeLock. LifeLock.com. Use the promo code Beck. 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to LifeLock.com and use the promo code Beck. Save 25% right now. LifeLock.com. The Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. We have got to get it to Agora Hills. We have to do it. This would be fun. Yeah. I was like, well, no, it would be know. for us. And then I saw uh, deep fried cheese bites and I was like, yeah, Ooh, we should go. We You're should right. go. That's a good point. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about Crony's Grill, who they're trying to shut down uh, because of, of real paperwork nonsense. Uh, and I don't, I don't know why people keep insisting on putting people out of business. I mean, he had an A health department rating. They came and took it out because they were pissed at him that he didn't close for COVID. And uh, he is now you have to have a health permit to be able to get a business license. And because the health permit, the hearing is in September he can't get the business permit. And so the city of Agoria Hills is like, you don't have a business permit. You can't open. You can go to jail for this. Yeah. But he could also invite some friends who have a big invite list themselves to go to Agora Hills with us. 
<laughs> this this won't shake up the community at all. <laughs> I, it's going to turn out really well. I think it's going to turn out well. I think it will. I'm I think it will. This will be a lot of fun, though. Yeah. And these, you know, look, these businesses deserve support. And I know the audience they know, deserve, has supported them already. Yeah, they deserve the support from their communities. Community. Mm-hmm. I don't know what these people are thinking. Every community should be looking at these businesses and saying, how can we help you? How can we make this easier for you? You've just gone through a year of hell. It's because of these damn socialists who have absolutely no idea how to run a business, no idea what it takes, couldn't run a business, couldn't do it. Ah, but they they know best. They're going to tell you exactly what to do. Oh, man. Oh, I would like to invite the city council to come. That'd be fun. (laughs) That'd be fun. Unbelievable. I mean, look, this is all over the country, too. You know, so many people who happen to just, a lot of them are, you know, America-loving, patriotic people. Law-abiding. Who just happen to live in states where their government isn't. And they're just being victimized by these tyrannical governments it's all over stop. the country. If people don't stop. stand stand up, they they they're just going to rough run roughshod. Well, this is a good this is a good example of it too. It's like it has stopped in a lot of places, right? We are past a lot of the stuff, and they're just now just getting revenge on people that yeah. annoyed them earlier. That's that's that's, that's what's, what's going on here. here. Yeah, it's just revenge. It's people who were pissed off, and I'll show you who's boss. Well. I'll show you a national broadcast while we eat cheese poppers. I'm just saying. Uh, We'll see if we can get that worked out. We'll have more on that maybe tomorrow. All right. We will see you on television on uh, Blaze TV tonight. We have a very, very special podcast tonight, Blaze TV. This is the Glenn Beck Program.